0: It is Saturday night and I normally preach on the second coming of Christ and uh, I still feel a little bit energetic and um, and so I'm just going to touch on a few things. And I want uh, you to turn in your Holy Bibles. to Titus chapter 2, verses 11 through 14, and the title of this message is, The Grace of God and the Second Coming of Jesus Christ, the Great uh, Hope. ...should produce changed behavior in your life as a Christian, as a disciple of Christ, part 8. The second coming, chapel sermon, number 323. Titus chapter 2, verses 11 through 14. Bear with me. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation... Hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness, and worldly lusts. This is what happens to a saved person. I know this is not popular in our sweet evangelical circles today, or charismatic circles, or Baptist circles. It's all about prosperity, gospel, and the money which these people have caused you to believe falsely that that's the proof of your blessings and that's not. Denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world looking for that blessed hope, or that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I thank you Lord for giving me the energy, the grace, and the strength, and the power of your Holy Spirit to do and to be a part of the standing between the living and the dead service. And then Lord, thank you for granting me the mind the energy, the strength, Lord, to preach a little uh, about the second coming, your second coming, and how we ought to behave ourselves until you come. And so, Holy Father God, I pray that for your people, Lord, who are truly saved for Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our sins our failures and our faults and holy father god i pray that you would wash and cleanse us from all unrighteousness crush and crucify lord our flesh and the old man within us and fill us with the power the unction and the anointing uh, your fruit and liberty of your holy spirit for there's nothing better to be saved and to be walking According to your word Uh, There's nothing like that peace that joy that lack of guilt and so Lord help those of us who are saved uh, Lord to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and Holy Father God we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would save those who are lost in the church and outside of the church including my own wife and that she will act saved not only in church but after church and before church and I pray this for millions of other people who are in church but they're not saved Lord open their eyes and help them to see And we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, that you will help us to refocus our attention on you and your second coming and behave ourselves accordingly. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus and George Mueller said, there is an intimate connection between the life of the Christian here and the enjoyment and the glory in the day of Christ's appearing. Allow me to repeat that. There is an intimate connection between the life of the Christian here and the enjoyment and the glory in the day of Christ's appearing. Beloved, in our last message in the Second Coming Chapel and in this series, we looked at how we are to deny ungodliness and worldly lusts. Do you have something on the inside of you that pushes you, nudges you, lovingly admonishes you to pursue godliness and to get away from ungodliness and worldly lust and worldly lust? so that we will not be found wanting when Jesus Christ returns. Are you practicing ungodliness, rebelliousness, pride, stubbornness, living a life of lying, dishonesty, Uh, ...and uh, deceit. Are you a homosexual and you're practicing homosexual and it does not bother you? Are you a lesbian, a practicing lesbian? Are you basically a prostitute? Letting other men, even preachers, pay for your living so that they can have you at their beck and call, in a hotel room somewhere. You don't call yourself a prostitute, and yet you're in the church. I'm talking to church folks. You don't call yourself a prostitute, you don't call yourself a whore, but that's what you are. You call yourself a lady of the evening, or an escort, or a side piece, Ruining your chances of getting married. And ruining your chances of having a healthy marriage. Are you a a male prostitute? You loan your body out to men and women? And you're in the church and yet you're in the choir clapping your hands on Sunday. And that does not bother you as long as they pay you that long green. Are you a gigolo? Are you a Sylvia? Are you a Bo-Pete? You can commit uh, sexual sins and don't feel any guilt. Doesn't bother you. You can lie on people and it doesn't faze you one bit, even your own family members. You live, this is the pattern of your life. And you don't love your wife. In fact, you despise your wife, you hate your wife. You tell Sylvia how terrible she is and how evil and wicked she is. And so you have sex with Sylvia, but you don't have sex with your wife, and, she, and both of you are in the church, Sylvia and you, and your wife. Are you disrespectful to your husband, don't submit to your husband, don't obey your husband, don't want to obey your husband? You talk about your husband among your girlfriends like a dog. And he's this and he's that. Y'all, both of you, pass as ships in the night. Shh! Don't say anything. You. And by the way, if if you're that way, you're not going to make it in the years to come, called the emptiness years. If you're passing like ships in the night, not seeing each other for days and weeks and months. Both of you acting stupid Uh, uh, and and doing the silent treatment, you don't like that, let me help you. Doing the silent treatment is stupid. No Christian ought to practice the silent treatment and wrap back and say, I ain't said nothing to you, so don't bother me, all this kind of mess like, that. no, no, the no, no, to the no, no, no. uh uh-uh, you act like a child, a juvenile. Uh, and, and, and yes, it could be a sin. And it is a sin, uh, wives, when you refuse your husband's advancement sexually. Your body is not your own baby. And his body is not his own. So he needs to do what he needs to do. And you need to receive him when he does it. But you consistently do this passing like ships in the night, silent treatment, foolishness that does not encourage sexual activity. And then you're sitting around the house and going out in the street, all dressed up hot to trot because you are hot, because you're horny, and you're down to do whatever it needs to be done with somebody else, but not with your wife and not... With your husband. That's what's wrong in the church today. Don't get mad at me. How dare you preach like that in front of children. Because you and your children are doing it. In the church. With church members. In the sight of God Almighty. Doing ungodliness. And worldly lust. Look at me real good. Don't bow your head right now. You're going to give yourself away. Hmm? So don't say anything. I don't want to hear it, you sweet evangelicals. Oh, you ought not to say that. Why not? You're saying it in the bedroom, in a hotel room, in the back of a van, in the back of your new car. Uh, with, with somebody you have no business doing it with, and some of you are doing it with women to uh, uh, with women, uh, one woman to another woman, a man to a man. You homosexuals and lesbians in the church. And you're mad at me because I'm telling you to live godly and righteous uh, in this present evil world. Because that's God's Word. And there's something wrong if you don't see that. There's something wrong if you're not getting that. Not from me, from the Holy Ghost of God. If you can feel good, doing your ungodliness, doing your unrighteousness, practicing your worldly lusts with Bo Peep, and I don't care if he's pastor, doctor, whoever, that don't mean anything to me. You'll be amazed at what is going on in the church. Some of the greatest so-called men of God got side pieces, little groupies and little whores, uh, that they take with them on their trips to Washington, D.C., to California, and other places, so that uh, they can have a side piece when they want it. And even if they are doing that, uh, they're lost and on their way to a devil's hell. If they can do that and, uh, and, and be happy about it after the deed is done, And so, ladies and gentlemen, thirdly, we are to live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. We are to exercise self-discipline, self-control. God, that's something that comes out of you through Christ and the Holy Spirit of God. And prudence and wisdom and knowledge and understanding in our personal life By the grace of God act righteously towards other people and Live in a manner that is pleasing to God Every day and if you are not living in a manner that's pleasing to God I don't care where you are in the bedroom on a boat on a plane in your house, in somebody else's house. God will speak to you. And He will tell you, don't do that, or stop doing that. Because, as the old saints used to say, God does not like ugly. He doesn't. And that's so true, God does not like ugly. And God does not play. Although we are in the world. We are not of the world. Don't you forget that And some of you Christians out there protesting go home and sit down Leave it alone you just want to be in the mix of the world you, you you're not out there really doing anything You just uh, want to be in the mix and you get all caught up in the excitement. Go sit down somewhere. We pray. We don't need to do all of that. Not at this point. According to Galatians chapter 1 verse 4, Jesus Christ gave himself for our sins so that we might be delivered from the evilness of the world. Since we have been delivered through Jesus Christ, we are now to live holy, godly lives that are acceptable to God. May I say something to my evangelical friends and my Christian friends? If you're not at the point where you want to serve God as a child of God, and focus on what he has called us to do to obey the great commandment and obey the great commitment uh, commission with a great commitment for real and all of the raging of the people does not appeal to you at all uh, all of the back and forth that does not phase you at all. You, you're not interested in that. But you're only interested in pleasing Jesus and serving God and doing what God has commanded you to do. We got some Christians out there protesting and holding up placards inside. You know why? Because see, sometimes we as Christians we get more caught up in the American way and in trying to, to uh, do like the world and protest and fight, and we enjoy getting out there and in the mix doing stuff like that, when we would be using our time better by loving everybody and witnessing to everybody. A young preacher, I can tell he's an evangelist, he, he's a dear brother that he and I both were at, were invited to Billy Graham's funeral, or home going, and we took a picture together. He said, everybody's getting loud about everything except for Jesus. And he's right. He's right. You know why? This is why I told you, don't, don't get all caught up Following a song leader hippie down to Mickey Mouse and protesting because you like to do stuff like that you 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 Evangelicals you like doing mess like that. No, no, the, the reason why Mickey Mouse is acting up With his foolishness and the whole world is acting up is because we did not do our job and you're trying to to Absorb your guilt By going marching against Mickey Mouse. You look so stupid that's stupid. Don't do that. No, no, you messed up. We, we, we messed up in the church. Why, why, why is it that you don't go marching and, pro, and, and and gather together to go soul winning? Why we don't have churches to do that? Huh? Get some placards. and says, Jesus saved. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And thou, you shall be saved. Put, put that on your placard. And you go marching down the street. Let's let's, uh, let's see a thousand people march down the street with Jesus say, "Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, for God so loved the world." And then then disperse and go and knock on doors and, and give people pamphlets and tracts on that. And 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 invite them to church. Oh, we don't want to do that. We don't do that. But we will go out and fight for a politician. And go out and beat the woods and the doors and everything else for a politician. A lying, no good, scoundrel politician. But you won't do it for the holy and pure, innocent Jesus. That's what that preacher is saying. I I know that he has a spirit of an evangelist. Because that's how evangelists think and prophets think. All this foolishness. huh? You all of a sudden want to follow a little hippie song, he's not even a preacher, down to, to uh, protest against Mickey Mouse. <laughs> uh, uh, that, that's See, this is why I say, in the words of my dad, Daniel White Jr., Bishop Daniel White Jr., that's ass backwards, man, woman. Oh, man, I'm sorry, that's, that's ass backwards. Some of y'all are getting all excited about the ruling over the Rovers. First of all, it should have never happened. And we failed. We're, we're responsible for that. I say we're responsible for that. Some of you are excited about uh, 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 Clarence Thomas, Supreme Court Justice, saying that we need to look at homosexual marriage. I'm glad he said that. But it should have never happened. We let that mess happen. And you want to change it now because you got some uh, drag queens want to come inside your church and read the Bible to your children. They already doing it at the library. And the school. And they're, 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 they're turning your children into uh, so-called non-binary, whatever in the world that is, into homosexuals. And lesbians, and worse. My girl Jennifer, who knows that she's a woman and all women, J Lo. And yes, I still love her. Got a son, a daughter. Son, daughter. Their pronouns are they and them. Nigga, are you? See. That that that's my response. It probably be a little worse than that. What you see? See, see my mind immediately go. Okay, you're a legion. You're filled with demons. They and them. What are you talking about? You you your pronouns are they and them. What what nigga? What? have you lost your righteous mind boy girl whatever you think you are well, I'm not calling you no yeah, yeah no and I believe that even jail is old fashioned enough to kind of respond like no nah, I let you color call, call your hair green that's it that's enough <laughs> we are not to be conformed to the world but to be transformed by the renewing of our God to carry out the holy and acceptable will of God. A renewing of our minds and hearts by the Holy Ghost. That's what needs to be happening. Dr. Albert Bond said soberly means that we should exercise a due restraint on our passions and our propensities. Don't go overboard with your liberty. Soberly. To be sober-minded. To be vigilant. To be watchful. To be on point. Well, you never get to the point uh, that you get drunk at a party and then you get raped. And you don't know what happened or who did what. Uh, That's in the spiritual realm as well. You never get so loosey goosey that you don't know what's happening around you. You never get so loosey goosey in your mind that you don't keep your eye on that devil in that corner over there because he's ready to pounce like a lion. You stay prayed up. You pray without ceasing. Righteously refers to the proper performance of of our duties to our fellow to God and to our fellow men. And it means that religion teaches us to perform those duties with fidelity according to all our relations in life, to all our promises and contracts, to our fellow citizens and neighbors, to the poor and needy, and ignorant and oppressed, and to all those who are providentially placed in our way, in our lives, who lead our kind offices, our kind efforts to lead them to Christ and to lead them to righteousness. Justice to them would lead us to act as we would wish That they would act towards us if we were in that situation Godly refers to the faithful performance of our duties to God in a godly manner in the way that he Would do them in the way that he wants us to do them We have here an epitome of all that religion requires. Our duty to God, our duty to ourselves included in the word soberly, and requiring a suitable control over our evil propensities and passions. Our duty to our fellow man in all the relations we sustain in life, and our duty to God shown in what will be properly regarded as a holy life, a pious life. These are the duties which we owe in this present life and world. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to cut it off there And I want to thank my son, Daniel Ezekiel, for helping me with uh, in the preparation of this message tonight in so many ways. Now, dear friend, for the second time tonight, if you're with us tonight and you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, Jesus Christ, the virgin-born Son of God, who never sinned in word, thought, or deed, became the sacrificial Passover Lamb of God for the sins of everybody in the history of the world. He paid for all of our sins. He paid our sin debt to God. He proved that he was God by walking on the water by raising the dead by healing the sick and many other miracles while he was here and then he took it upon himself and he suffered he bled and he died on the cross for our sins was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God, proving once again that he is God, the Son of God, all God and all man. And then he said the most important words in the history of the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you, shall be saved that's all you have to do to get saved my dear friend don't let anybody else tell you otherwise you don't have to give a thousand dollar seed offering you don't have to give any money to the church to get saved you don't have enough money to pay for this salvation there's not enough money in the world to pay for this salvation my dear friend that's why God offers it to you free you don't have to get baptized to get saved a thief on the cross never came off the cross to get baptized, but he got saved He went to paradise with Jesus when he died On the cross he said Jesus Christ said today thou shalt be with me in paradise because you believed in me You don't have to shout you don't have to be a church member to be saved. You don't have to get baptized to get saved. All you have to do is believe. Just do what Jesus Christ told you to do. No matter what man tells you, Mama and them tell you. You just believe what Jesus Christ tells you to do. For he said, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Believe in Him tonight. This may be your last chance, because if you can die sitting in a classroom as a little, beautiful, angelic-looking child, uh, and you can die as an old person walking in a grocery store, buying the few items you can buy to go and take take home with you to enjoy, one of the great privileges of life, by the way, in America and around the world and get shot and killed for no reason other than the fact you're black. You can die anywhere at any time. The other, the other day, somebody uh, was shot to death in a hospital. A doctor was shot to death in a, in, in a hospital along with some other people. If you can die in a hospital. And you're a doctor. You can die anywhere. So get saved tonight. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, my dear friend. And thou, you, shalt be saved. In addition to that, the Lord may come back in the rapture at any time. And you'll be left behind. You think we're having tribulation right now? This is a picnic compared to the tribulation that's coming upon this world. So get saved from all of that as well. Right now, tonight. By believing in the Lord Jesus Christ and calling on his name. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Follow me in prayer, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I acknowledge and I admit that I am a sinner. And that I have done evil in your sight. I have broken your Ten Commandments and I realize that I am guilty and that I deserve to go to hell and I don't deserve to go to heaven. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my wretched soul and please forgive me of all of my sins as I now believe with all of my heart the best way that I know how. In your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who lived and who chose to suffer and to bleed and die on the cross for my sins. He was buried and then on the third day he rose from the dead by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul tonight. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins. And to turn from my evil lifestyle. And to follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus Christ. For I pray it in your holy name. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you just believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ. As your Lord and Savior, and you prayed that prayer with me and meant it from your heart. I declare to you that based upon the Word of God you are now saved from hell and you are on your way to heaven welcome to the family of God my dear friend yes that's all it takes belief faith in the Lord Jesus Christ that's what he said that's what God said so get over it yes it is that simple yes it is that easy and don't let anybody tell you otherwise This is how I got saved and if God can save me as wicked and evil and hateful towards God in the church that I was then uh, he can save anybody so congratulations on doing the most important thing in life and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior for more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Jesus Christ. Please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled "What to Do After You Enter Through the Door." It came from what Jesus Christ said when He said in John 10:9, one of my uh, one of my favorite verses: "I am the door," Jesus Christ said. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good, is my prayer. Let's all stand for our closing prayer. As we get ready to listen to, after I finish praying, I'll fly away. Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for this, both of these great services. And Lord, I thank you for what you have done. Thank you that your gospel was preached in both. And we pray that millions and millions will hear the gospel as our producers and directors, uh, my children, Daniqua, Dan, Ezekiel, and Danielle spread these things around the world. And Lord, thank you so much for what you have done and for what you're doing. Save those who are lost. Revive those who are saved. Alive and the man. Glorify your holy name. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen.